The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everybody. It's Kat Sadler, and this is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. I've spent decades in TV broadcasting and conducted hundreds, if not thousands, of interviews in the span of my career. And on this show, the conversations continue. My goal is that every episode feels entirely brand new, but also like coming home. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. It's Kat. And yes, it certainly is a beautiful day. And I am so thrilled to bring you this conversation. If you listen to our premiere episode, both Kate and I talk, 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 talk. But as promised, I will be bringing you some captivating interviews on this show as well. And Ava Max is proof of that. You know, the beauty of this show is I'm the boss and I and I get to decide, you know, who I speak with and who we get to know and who I I bring to you guys. And it's really just based on on my gut. It's like who do I love? Who am I fascinated by? Who is speaking to me just in my daily life? And I discovered Ava Max honestly really probably officially about a year ago. Now her first huge blow up hit was about three years ago. And that's called Sweet But Psycho, which literally put her on the map around the world. That song has like broken gazillions of records. Then she's just been on the charts, right? So she's had three years of success. But I honestly, without, you know, putting a name to the music, you know, stumbled upon her through mutual friends and through Instagram. And then I got, oh, 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 that's Ava Max. And she is just darling to watch. And she is, you know what it is? She, she has it. She has that genuine, authentic charm and light and confidence at the young age of 27 years old. She's just got it. And she's using her music and her gorgeous voice and her talent and her beauty and these gifts to serve, like to hear her talk about it, you guys, you know, like this wasn't, oh, I want to grow up and be famous. I have to end up in Hollywood. I love the attention. This is a just special human being who happens to be insanely talented and is carving out her place in a most competitive industry and she deserves the success. Um, I just, I had a feeling, I had a feeling. And luckily um, we came together and, and, and what I'm about to share with you is, is proof of that. You'll, you'll, you'll taste exactly what I'm, I'm telling you. She's just darling and she's infectious. And most importantly, how does she want to serve? She wants to empower women. She wants to celebrate the queens that we are and how each of us are so very different and how we all uniquely bring something different to the table. And she's, that's her, that's her platform. That is what she's doing. These are these anthems that she's singing about. And so 
you're going to love her. You're going to fall in love and, um, and you're going to end up like me putting her on my Spotify, you know, favorite list. And now she's in circulation in my house. You can ask my children and my animals. They will prove that that is in fact true. So it brings me great pleasure to share this conversation with you now because her avatars, those are her fans out there following her every move. I am pretty sure that you are about to hear some things and learn some things about Ava that you've never heard before. I can't tell you how happy I am to finally meet you, you guys. It is a gray day in Los Angeles, but Ava Max has brought the sunshine, baby. She's laughing. Hello. <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. I'm just like so thrilled that you are here. We've been trying to do this for like a minute. Yes. And thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here ah. and meet you in person finally. In person at my house. I was like, how is Ava gonna show up? Because you're always, you, your style is so on point and you're all, I was like, is she going to wear a corset? Is she going to wear her platforms? Is she going to have the whole thing? Always platforms. Always. <laughs> I'm always. five two, So I like to have the height. I wondered because I didn't know how tall you were. And then I was like, now that the whole platform thing makes sense. Yeah. Literally every, most days, like even if you just like head out for coffee. The only time I wear flats are when I work out or when I go grocery shopping. I love doing them. Those both. <laughs> that is too funny. I wish that you guys could see her because you have these braids in your hair. We're gonna we're gonna take a selfie crazy. and a, like a picture. No, you don't look crazy. You look so good, and you have this like turquoise swirly eye makeup Thank on. Thank you. I, I just want to have some fun. You know, I feel like 2021. I want to just go outside my comfort zone and be more creative with my makeup, with my hair. I feel like I was doing like the same thing for a minute, and I'm I'm ready to change it up. So, right. But see, yeah. that's what's so cool about you is that you always, you embrace this like original look all the time. You're like, Thank don't be put in a box. I want to be unique and an original. And like, yeah. who cares what they say? I'm doing me. Yeah. I feel like you can't really mess up too with hair and makeup. Like it's how you feel. Right. So I feel like today I wanted to feel crazy. <laughs> like nuts. <laughs> Well, if this is crazy, girl, you're doing all right. If you look crazy, you're doing all right. Before we get into all of the music and all of your success, and I, I, I love having you here because I, I know that a lot of your purpose and what you share with your fans in the world is is lifting people up and empowering people. And that's really what this show is about. It, you know, I, I wanted, it sure is a beautiful day because I know people are really craving some light and some positivity and all of that. So I want to get into how that became so much of your mission. But but I like checking in with people at the beginning and just because we have been living through this pandemic and it's not been easy. I don't care if you're a international pop star or if you are, you know, whomever is listening from wherever in the world. It's been, it's been a hard year. So how did you, I mean, aside from the professional piece of having to make some changes and strategize and delay some things. How was it for you to just kind of be on lockdown? It's been different in every phase and every way. The beginning of the pandemic was very strange, actually, because I didn't know what to do with myself. And of course, we were all freaking even to breathe the air outside. We're like, oh, it's in the air outside. COVID's outside. So mm. stay indoors. <laughs> like we were just, we were all freaking out. We were confused. 
I feel like we were all feeling the same thing. But then it got heavy when people were losing their jobs and, you know, and and it was hitting me because, you know, I had family members who lost their jobs and it, it just hurt to hear those stories. And I feel super blessed that I can release music online and connect with my fans. And in a way, it was kind of like a blessing and a curse for me for my music because I got to kind of grow more without the pressure of being on tour and just being home. Mm-hmm. And it sounds a little weird, but I guess it was, it was yeah, it was a little bit more of a blessing for my music because I got to connect more with my fans. Isn't that interesting? I, I hear that from a lot of people. Like it's so big and so heavy and so unsettling and so scary, all of those things. And sad, like you said, people were losing their jobs and lives, not to mention. Yeah. But I hear so many people talk about the silver lining of, you know what, you know, like I got more time with my kids or I had more time to write my music or I had more me time to kind of go in and be introspective about just like, what do I really want to do? Yeah. I had more time with my family and it was really great. And my mom was really excited about that because I didn't spend a lot of time with her the last few years being on tour. And it was nice, you know, and again, it went in waves. Like the first couple months, I just ate my heart out, couldn't fit in my jeans the third month. And it was around, it was like May or June. And I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta reel it in. Like, yeah, ice cream's good. It's not bread, but it's still fattening. So stop eating a pint every night. (laughs) I'm like, what am I doing? I just started like getting bigger and bigger. I was like, oh, interesting. So ice cream is fattening. And so I learned ice cream's fattening during the pandemic. (laughs) That's your takeaway. This is a PSA, people. Ice cream, it's the cream. It's that damn cream. I was like, oh, but if it's not bread and butter, like pasta, it should be fine, right? It's very, it looks light. (laughs) All of a sudden, nothing fit. So I went on a crazy like thing. Like I started fasting, which I love actually. I feel healthier fasting. And I started learning about fasting and eating healthy and like taking time for myself, my mental health. And so the summer, last summer was all about that. Just taking care of myself. And I didn't write. I didn't go in the studio. It was just mm. me time for June and July. And then I started working again yeah. in August, shooting videos. So it was it, it went in phases. Every uh-huh. Everything happened last year. That's so funny. Most people must be like you because I did the exact same thing. I was eating like cheesy burritos all spring. Like I was like, same thing. Summer came and I was like, oh God, this doesn't feel good. Like I just didn't feel good. What was your ice cream of choice? I'm just curious before we move on. Marion berries. It was like, a che- it's kind of cheesecakey with like jelly, red jelly. And then like of course, like anything chocolate or I don't know. I just went in watching all like Tiger King. Uh-huh. Um, well, I went in with all the shows because I was on tour, so I never had time. Ozark? Did you hit I, oh, that? Oh, Ozark's the oh. best. Why is it so good? I know. There's it's so dark, many. But... I know. It's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. Well, it, I, where, by the way, you mentioned that it was nice to spend more time with your family. Are You live in LA. Mm-hmm. Is your family here too now? Uh-huh. They're still here. Yes, yeah, Sherman Oaks. You don't live yeah. with your mom or do no, you? No. no. Okay. No. Do you live alone? Um, I live with someone. <laughs> she doesn't live alone. We, we can leave that there. We can leave yeah, that there. Exactly. And it's not your mother. It's not my mother, no. <laughs> okay, fine. Good I enough. Lived at home so, you, so you weren't alone. Alone. No, So that's no, good. That's no. good. And my family was, you know, at the beginning they weren't over at all, actually, because we were all scared about COVID. But, you know, then it got a little easier with the tests and now vaccines. So it's it's gotten easier, you know, but. And your fans are so happy that you're back and you're making music and you dropped this album during the pandemic. I mean, for people who are listening, there's this whole kind of like trend thing going on right now. It's like three years of Ava Max. And it's really, you know, it's like kind of almost bookmarking when you 
freaking popped off with Sweet But Psycho in 2018. I mean, fucking popped off people. I mean, that song in and of itself. I just want to read some of your stats because I'm sure some of the avatars are listening. But for the people who don't know, I mean, your what you have accomplished in three years is extraordinary. Thank you. I am just, I feel like a proud mom. I'm just thinking, <laughs> so 7 billion global streams, 45 million records sold, number one in 47 different official charts. On Spotify, you're in that billion song category. I mean, I could just literally keep going here. We'd be here all day. Two top 15 hits in the U.S. alone. You're huge all over Europe and around the world. I mean, girl. (laughs) And I'm not even mentioning all of the nominations and all of the awards and the MTV this and the award that. So there's so much that has happened so fast. So before we get into the today and what that's felt like, Music has been in your blood, essentially. So you, I, I, I know everybody knows, like, you're from, you're born in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. grew up in Virginia, and yes, your family is musical. But I wonder, do you remember when you were young, like, do you remember singing and, like, being musically inclined? And, like, was there a moment where you remember, like, this is it. This is my life. This is where I'm headed. This is my being. This is my soul. This is my spirit. Like, did it, did you, did it click with you when you were young? Yes. And it felt really strong. Like I knew I I could always sing since I was young. It's weird. People are like, Oh, were you trained? No, I just always was able to sing. It was the weirdest thing. And then I started practicing more and more. And obviously I practice makes, you know, almost perfect. Perfect doesn't exist, but it's, you know, I think it's, I knew at a very young age, probably like eight years old, when I got on stage first at a competition. And I I just remember singing and getting that feeling from the audience. And it just felt like it clicked. But also, I didn't know how long it was going to take. And I thought, oh, it'd be like an overnight thing. No, it was over 10 years, over 15 years, actually, for Sweet But Psycho. And, you know, I just kept going. I guess I couldn't give up. I didn't have anything else I was good at. And there was no other option for me. As hard as it was. Is that true? Yeah. (laughs) That was like, this is it. That's it. This is it. So I know that your family, and and we've heard, you know, the story before of people coming to Hollywood and then kind of trying to make it or not make it. And like, you know, all Mm -hmm. of that goes along with kind of almost being a child star. But you guys came here when you were 14 to Los Mm -hmm. Angeles and it didn't go as planned. What was that like? What happened? So at the time I was in Virginia and I was in school, I was in eighth grade and my mom goes, we're moving to California. And I'm like, what? Um, It was the middle of eighth grade. She's like, I'm like, am I going to finish eighth grade here? She's like, no, we're just leaving now. I'm like, what? So I was excited. So that was her idea. It wasn't you saying, mom, let's go to Hollywood. Come on, let's pack up and go. No, she was just like, she was like, this is the plan. My dad and her, I remember just like, we're so like at it with each other. My dad didn't want to move. And my mom was like, we're selling the house. We're going, we're going to make a better life for our kids. We're going to do it. And my dad was not having it. So my mom's like, forget it. And she put the house for sale without even like discussing it with anyone. So my dad was just like, all right, I guess we're doing this. So we got to California. My brother at the time was managing me, which Eh, didn't go as planned, you know, because working with family is a tough thing. And I, I personally didn't love it. <laughs> Being told what to do by my brother yeah. was not a fun thing. And it was a lot of like drama. And I, 
you know, I'm happy that ended mm. <laughs> well at the end. Right. We didn't hate each other. But um, so we got to California. No one wanted to work with me. No one wanted to sign me. No one wanted anything to do with me. And so I was just like, okay, I guess this is it. Let's go back east. And we all packed our bags again a year later, went back east, but to South Carolina. So random. And my dad wanted to start some business there and do some stuff. So we stayed there for two and a half, almost three years. And at the time, I kind of got a little wild. And I, I haven't told a lot of people this, but I just like started drinking at a young age. And I started just being crazy and running away and not coming back for a few days. And, mm. and it was really hard on my parents. And I knew that like my mom felt a little guilty, you know, taking me out of school. And obviously I was being homeschooled, but it wasn't the same. I still you know, was in a town I didn't know anyone in. And she knew I was trying to find my way. And it was just it's chaotic uh, in South Carolina. And uh. then 17, we moved back to California. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on for just a second. Because so you move. And first of all, it's hard enough being a teenager, period, a teenage girl, especially. And then, so you were being homeschooled though at that point. Yeah. And so, because I, I I heard or I read, you know, you were kind of like, school just was not for me. Was that part of the reason you got homeschooled? Yes. And in South Carolina, actually, I wanted to try out high school, like in person. So I did. It was horrible. Mm. Horrible. I mean, I would eat my Uncrustables in the bathroom. I'm not even joking because everybody would like side eye me or like, it was just like, it was like everybody was on to attack me. And it was just not cool. And I didn't know anyone. Everybody had their clicks and it was not fun. So that made me become even more wild. Oh my you know? gosh. That's horrible. Do you think it was, first of all, bullying happened and there's never a justifiable reason, but was were you getting the vibe like they were jealous mean girls? Were you feeling like I'm unique and different? No one understands me? Or like, how were you kind of reconciling that at the time? They just wanted nothing to do with me. They wanted to make fun of me for whatever reason, my clothes, my, I guess my hair, my, my jewelry. I just, I kind of was outside the box and I wore weird stuff <laughs> back then um, too. So I, I guess they just didn't like me. I didn't know anyone. They were like, who's this new girl coming in? And I guess it was 10th grade at the time and it wasn't a good experience. And I left again, midway started homeschooling again. And then I made some college friends. It was really, they were actually really nice. And um, after that, I'm like, guys, I'm going back to LA to become a singer. And that's all I said when I was in South Carolina, really. Anyone I ever met, I was like, I'm going back to LA. This is just temporary. <laughs> I'm going back to LA to become a singer. They're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> they all were like not believing me. Oh my God. Have you gone back yet? Have <laughs> no, you just showed up no. with those trophies, girl? Have you no. just had that moment? Because I can't wait till you do. <laughs> Just show up because you weren't just talking the talk. That is, and you knew it was all, it was like, you knew. I You're would like, just say I it. am going to I would be just say a singer. It. I'm out. That's what I told them. Did the, the, the drinking and that, that period, was there a conscious like numbing going on or was it just, eh, I'm a it teenager. It was tough because I, I mean, I hadn't drank before. So, you know, I was 16 and I was just meeting the wrong people and it was because they were friendly. They were the only ones friendly with me, but they, they were drinkers and mm. we started drinking and we just wound them out, you know, and doing what you do in a small town. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and so thank goodness you did get out. I did because I don't, think it would have stopped. I actually, when I got to LA when I was 17 and a half almost again, I actually stopped drinking completely. And it was a few years later that I started again. So I have been going in waves and like, you know, 
I just don't drink sometimes for a few years. A mm, few years. That's impressive, actually. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> I go about four days. So so well done, Ava. Well done. Um, but, but, but it sounds like you're self-aware enough that you're like, okay, this is going to actually get in my way and debilitate me and take me away from what I'm trying to do. Yeah, because I, I do enjoy it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's honest of you. Yeah. And yeah. I, all of last year, I didn't have one drink. And then this year started, I started getting into wine again. And I love wine now. So I'm really into wine right now. That's about <laughs> it. But last year I didn't drink one drink. So I kind of go in like I, whatever I feel in the moment. Like mm-hmm. I'm very spontaneous with my drinking. It's mm-hmm. very strange. Mm-hmm. I don't social drink. Like I'll sit there and not have a drink sometimes. Or if I feel like having four drinks, I'll have four drinks. And with no one's drinking. I don't know why I'm like that. But it's a mood I'm in. But it sounds like you're in tune with yourself. Yes about where you're at. You have like a barometer where you're like, I, I, this is what I'm doing. It's yeah. like a conscious thing. It's not like you're just- uh, My friends think I'm weird, but <laughs> they're like, girl, have a drink with us. I'm like, oh no. And then they're like, but why'd you drink that night? I wasn't there. I'm like, I don't know. You're like, there is no rhyme or reason. <laughs> exactly. There is no rhyme or reason. Well, okay. So when you came back out here at 17, things didn't happen right away again. And and I understand, you know, that mm-hmm. was another fate. Were you still, was your brother still helping out at that point? A little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so what was the turning point? What was the actual turning point? Was this the birthday party singing happy birthday to circuit or took what? took a while. Uh-huh. But, um, it took a while. Like four years. Okay. And I was working with a lot of producers that wouldn't give me back my songs I wrote in the studio. It was horrible. And I mean... I've been locked in a room before. Like, I've never even said that out loud. But I've been locked in a room before because somebody wanted to instead work with me, have sex with me. Oh, and Jesus. and so, and you know, I obviously got out and it was fine, but it was not cool. It was just like, it was like mind games. And it was because I was young and they thought I was like aloof, but I knew what was going on. So I wasn't falling for any of the games. And I think they got terrified and just like, let me out. It's And like, that's just one story. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm so, I, I wish I, I w- could say that I'm surprised to hear that, but I'm just so sorry because that does happen. And, and it's it does. horrible. It, yeah, it, it is horrible. And I, I remember, I remember this, per- I was crying and this person was like, oh, those are crocodile tears. And I'm just like, I just want to go home at this point. Like, don't even give me back the songs I've written. I just want to go home. It was like they were holding you hostage because you you share your music. Yeah. And then they're like, what's in return? I'm like, nothing. What are you talking about? So I was just so confused at the time. And I remember just going to my girlfriend's house after it was like four in the morning. And when I left and it was like, my, I was crying and crying. And, and it was just like, she was like, you know, this is not okay. Like she wanted to beat this person. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, let's just never speak to this person ever again. And I left my songs there forever in that hard drive. I never got them out. And that's that. Is this a, to this day, a powerful person in this town? Like, no, 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 no. Okay. no it was just a random. And did you ever, you know, random asshole? A random asshole. Those exist. I mean, this wasn't a popular asshole, but just a random asshole because there are plenty of those. It's um, not okay. That's for sure. It's not okay. No. And it's like you just said, you don't even really talk about it. And now you wonder why how many women are afraid to come forward about these things because there's just so much that goes with it when mm-hmm. you do. And so like your friend said, she wants to kill him, but you're like, let's just move on. Like, yeah, because I was, what do you do? Yeah. I was so independent at the time. I mean, I was... 
I did everything on my own. I went places alone. Like I, I, I wasn't afraid of anything. And I think people were trying to take advantage of that, me being alone. But, you know, I wasn't thinking, I'm like, I'm a girl. I should be careful. I didn't think that. But they were like, oh, she's alone and she's a girl. Mm. Like it was like I was a target that I didn't even realize mm. because I was, I was very fearless. And over time, I've gotten more and more like guarded. And because you have to at the end of the day, especially when things like that happen. But as a teenager, we are fearless. We do crazy things as teenagers, even early 20s. And then we look back, we're like, I can't believe I did that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you have kids. And then you're like, you can't ever leave the house because you know. You know. We know things. <laughs> you know. And you know how it goes and, and, and when people are fearless. And, and it, that's just so, it's so sad and unsettling. And, and I was going to get to this later, but it, it begs the question now. I mean, now not only are you a girl, you're certainly not alone, but... I mean, this is a business that can chew you up and spit you right out. And so mm-hmm. you have people around you to try to help, you know, be that layer of protection. Thankfully, but like, yeah. I- how, how do you today with this success and the popularity and everybody now wanting a piece of you for sadly, not all the right reasons. So how do you cipher through that? It's hard for me because I love people. I'm a people person and it's very tough for me to like say no to certain things and just, you know, I stand my ground and I, I know my vision. That's one thing I know for sure. And I, I you know, I, I argue to the death of something for my vision. Like that's, has to be that way. Cause if it's not, then I don't feel like a true artist and I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't go on with it, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But for People, new people trying to get in my life, I feel like I'm very open. I'm not the type of person where I'm just like closed off because I feel like you can't live life like that. You can't live life fearful, you know, and I love making new friends. And I think if if I do get, let's say, backstabbed and, you know, we have a saying in Albanian, a sponge in your face and a knife in your back. And in, in my mom always says that she's like, watch out for those people because they are, do exist. And so... Um, you know, if it happens, it happens. And I learn, but I, I try not to be fearful of people because you can't live life like right. that. Right. You can't go through your days in fear. Mm-hmm. That's no way to live. No. And I want to enjoy my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, of course I'm, 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 I have amazing people around me right now. And especially when I met, um, circuit at his birthday party randomly and started working with him, he was the first producer to really take me under his wings and really like help me and like, let me write about what I want to write about, which was and is female empowerment. (laughs) Yeah, I want to applaud for this. This is (laughs) one of the many reasons I love you. But yes, the meaning behind the word is so, so cool and powerful. Thank you. And I, I really do feel like once you find that person in any career that supports you and helps you and gives you those wings, you know, like, yes, we can all do things ourselves. But at the end of the day, we we need a rock sometimes. And I feel like if you have that rock, it, it's, it helps you grow, especially when they're very honest with you. But again, they have to be positive and kind. I don't think you should be surrounded by negative people. I've, I've, I've learned that too the hard way. <laughs> so he really taught me to be myself. And, and after I met him, um, you know, not long after I got signed and everything started happening. And I went through a little you know, boot camp, I wrote hundreds of songs and a year and a half later, Sweet But Psycho came about and came out and with no marketing, a week and a half later started charting. I mean, it just went on its own. It's like all the manifest manifestations I did 10 to 15 years 
ago and currently just exploded in that song. That's how I feel. <laughs> It is such a good song. I wish I could like quote the lyrics right now, but y'all go listen to the song. I mean, she's left, but she's right. What is that? The, like, I just, there's so much. And just even the whole, the whole, the whole crazy bit and the gaslighting, I understand the song. And I know like you were like, some people, they don't understand it. You're not saying be crazy or that you no. are crazy. It's like, we've all been there. We've been at the other end of somebody, me personally, like, oh, you're just crazy. You're acting crazy. Like, it's like, really, really? They're I mean, facts. I say they're facts. <sighs> Like when, especially when like you're in a relationship and somebody is telling you that, you know, oh, you're, you're pretty psycho. You shouldn't be acting like this. Or if you're, you're telling this person in a relationship, oh, I think, I think you're wrong about this. And then they go and tell you you're wrong about something else. And then that's gaslighting. And I think a lot of people don't know that and a very narcissistic behavior. And you got to watch out for those people because- that's not cool. Can't have a conversation with a narcissist. <laughs> they're so good. They are. They're cunning and they're smart and they prey on the people like us oh. with open hearts mm-hmm. who want to see the good in everyone. And before you know it, you're drowning in a sea and you lose yourself. So that's yeah. what I love about that song. And and you use this word a lot, anthemic, which I learned yeah. a new word <laughs> from studying you. But it's so spot on, like these anthems that you write for women to, to stay strong and get out your sword. And I might not have a sword, but if I did, it's be bigger, bigger than, than yours. yours. It's bigger <laughs> than yours. Like, I'm just like, this is so good. All of it is so, so, so good. Um, and, mm. and like, where did that come from? Because I know you come from a family of strong women and everything, but like you had many opportunities before hitting it to kind of give up or to be filled with self-doubt or oh. to think about giving up. And you did not. I couldn't. I, you know, and also I have to say this because I feel like a lot of people wonder, is it worth it to keep going? It is worth it. It really is. It's like, it's kind of like that meme you see where the guy keeps going and going and then he stops right before he hits the gold. It's like, you got to keep going. You really do. And I know it sounds cliche, but it's it's worth it at the end and and um it might it's every everybody's journey is different that's another thing i kept comparing and i was losing my mind and everybody's different mm-hmm. you can't compare at all and another thing is i think for me having a bigger purpose made me push harder so my bigger purpose is my family and you know they came to america they sacrificed so much for their children they moved around for us they they've done so much and so I just, I kind of just want to give them the world and I want them to retire and I want them to be happy and I want them to travel the world. And, and, and I feel like I do it all for them. And I know how cheesy that sounds, but it's true. And I love them so much. And, and I just, I feel like if I didn't have that, maybe I wouldn't have done it as hard. So a bigger purpose really pushes you to work harder. That's beautiful. It's really, really beautiful. And, you know, we all need the fuel. And that is a, that's good fuel. We're in the business of giving. Yes. You got to give. If you're not a giver, you're not going to make it in the music industry as, as, as it looks like, yes, they like, you know, when we post selfies and we love ourselves, but you got to have a bigger purpose. You got to love what you do. You got to want to give. And if you don't want to give, it's not going to come back to you. Yeah. 
Yeah. It really won't. And you have to do it like from your heart. This is why I love you because, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not an ageist because I could be your mother. I'm like 20 no, years no, older no. than you. But like the, the the fact you know this, it's like you're an old soul already. Like you have this wisdom about you. And I know you speak about duality and like the things I've heard you say and what and how you approach life. It's like, it's like, wow, you've already got that figured out. That's amazing because there are people 20 years older than me that are still struggling with some of these concepts. You're like, A, you have to have a purpose and give back. Amazing. You know, a lot of people don't have that drive in their 20s. You know, it's just like trying to survive or trying to be seen or trying to get noticed. And maybe not for the the purest of reasons. But then you talk about like life is this wave, right? Like we have the highs, we have the lows. And I think the pandemic certainly really redefine that for me and a lot of people in that, like, you know, some days are good. Some days are bad. Some days we think we can make it. Some days we don't. And you have this very like sensible approach to just life in general. And I think that's so refreshing. Thank you. I mean, I never wanted the fame as crazy as that sounds. I feel like people don't even believe me when I say it, but I actually don't like cameras Even when I'm on set, I'm like, oh gosh, a BTS camera while I have another camera on me. I can't handle all these cameras. I'm not a fan of that. Like, that's one thing I struggle with. Mm. I struggle with cameras. I don't like it. The attention, I don't like it. I love performing. I love recording. The attention is the hard part for me. And I think that's one thing I'm going to have to work on, especially. Yes, you are, girl. You know? We're three years in. I feel like you have a long way to go with that. Yeah. It's only going to probably be more glaring. I know. And I think I just have to learn how to accept it because I don't think I've accepted it yet. It's very strange for me to have all eyes on me, even during set. Like, it's just a weird thing to me. Is it because, like, at the end of the day, you're a little more of an introvert? Is it because you're hypercritical of yourself? Or what's the reason? Honestly, it's a little bit of everything. I am a Virgo rising. I don't know if you know what that means. No, what? I'm a Virgo Virgo, but oh, what's a Virgo amazing. rising? A Virgo rising perfectionist. Oh. Like very, we want things our way and we see little details, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm an Aquarius, but Virgo rising. Oh, yes, I know. February 16th. <laughs> you were born in 1994 when I was in college. You were, no, <laughs> you're so funny. First of all, you look 16. Tell me your secret. What are you, no, what are you drinking? Okay. I mean, I promised I was going to stop talking about age, but I just can't help it because I was like, oh, I did notice your birthday because it's very close to my son's birthday. And I was like, oh, I know Aquarius. Oh my I God, love stop. It is. I love Aquariuses. But, um, but yeah, I was like 94. And how interesting that so much of your style and your music and inspiration comes from that decade. It's crazy. I listen to 90s throwbacks anytime I have a chance. I love reggae music. I love Kali Buds. I love Bob Marley. Like I like all like relaxing music. Yeah. <laughs> so like 90s R&B. And, and that's how I start my day. I started my day with Aretha Franklin. Say a little prayer today, though. Mm, that was really nice. I love that. I love that so yeah. much. So back to kind of being a little, <laughs> you know, n- not wanting the attention. I mean, that brings me to, I mean, you were talking about being kind of purpose-driven. But at the same time, I mean, there has to be so much pressure or I I would love to hear it from you, but I was thinking about like, I was reading comments from people and all of your fans. And I I was like reading this comment where this girl was just like, literally shook. She could not live if it were not for you. Like Mm. people are so in love with you and your fans are so loyal. And they say things like, I would leave the earth if it weren't for your music. I mean, that is some powerful shit. Like, how do you frame that for your days? And like, 
not take that on as being some type of like pressure to like keep going or do the right thing or post the right things. Like, how yeah, you- the posting gets me, I think, because yeah. I'm just like, social media is hard because, you know, you got to post about yourself and show everything in your world. And it's hard for me. I want to connect. I want to talk to my fans and I do that. But when it comes to showing more me, that's where I have a problem because I am kind of like a hermit some days. And at the end of the day, I post because I want my fans to see and connect, right? But mm-hmm. if it was for me, I would not want to take another selfie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think I, I, yes, I was made to sing, right? I was born to sing. I really believe that. I was born to write songs, but I don't know about cameras. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little shy. People don't know that. I'm a little shy, a little bit shy. And when I meet someone new, it takes me a minute. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm goofy. Yes. And I'm really loud sometimes. Like but I'm still a little shy and I don't think a lot of people know that. <laughs> well, you, not that you intend to hide it, but yes, I wouldn't have expected that from you to, to hear you say that. A little bit shy. But you know, it's weird because <laughs> interestingly enough, I have interviewed a lot of performers over time and I've, I'm surprised to hear so many people actually say that. Like, I'm a little yeah. bit shy. I, I I've like, never said that because I feel like I'm coming to terms with it. I'm like, oh. girl, you're shy. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Wake up. <laughs> Well, that brings me to the question of what do you think is the biggest misconception about you? Oh, this is a good question. (laughs) This is a really good question. Um, The biggest misconception about me that the label put me together and made me who I am. I think I read some of those comments and they get to me like I'm a puppet. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that because I'm so... I'm super authentic. I I really am. I I write down all my treatments for my videos. I write all my songs. I do it all. I cut my own hair like this. I want to look the way I am on a daily basis. No one's making me. And I think when I read comments like that, Mm -hmm. it kind of gets to me Uh because I'm like, no, no, no. I am actually the complete opposite. I'll do the opposite, the label says, you know? And and I think people need to hear that because yeah, I think because they think, oh, this haircut. But I, I truly love the haircut. And I feel like right now in the moment, it feels like me. Yeah. And I do feel like I'm living two worlds in a way. And it's not like you asked permission or had to get approval. No. You just did you. I just did and me. And you do you. And, you know, and I think especially for pop acts, mm-hmm. you know, some people yeah. might think yeah. they're like. It's a big package. Exactly. You're packaged. You're made. Yeah, and it's not true. I yeah. mean. Again, I can't speak for anyone else but myself. I know for a fact that I have worked on myself for years and I did come up with a hairstyle myself. I did all the, all the videos, music videos you see, they all came from my mind and I collaborated with the directors. I mean, I, I write all my songs. I, you know, I, I do what I want. I don't, I don't take creative direction from people. Usually I collaborate with them. And I think that's one thing that I want people to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, good answer. See? <laughs> See, does that feel good? You got that off your chest. Yes. And I think, you know, comments get to you. And that's yes. one that really, or sometimes that I'm Lady Gaga. <laughs> right, right. Let's bring that up. No, let's bring the that comparison. up. The comparison. It's hilarious. I've been at red carpet sometimes and they're like, Gaga. I'm like, no. I'm like, girl, that's not me. Oh, <laughs> seriously? They've actually thought you were A few Gaga? times. I, or they do it on purpose to like push my buttons. Because I'm pretty sure they do that because I. You know, we're not twins. We could be sisters, no, but no. not twins. No, no. Have you met her? 
No, okay. that would break the internet, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure that it would be. <laughs> Damn, I should have invited her. We could have done a dual, we could have done a, a trifecta of a podcast. That would have been interesting. Oh my God. But no, I, I understand why that would be annoying. A, the comparison and B, I love just, her though. Yeah. She's an icon. What's not to love? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And and I know she's one of many different women or artists in general that have inspired you. And listen, I remember I've reported on celebrities for years and I remember when Madonna and Gaga had the thing and it was like, Gaga is getting compared to Madonna. There's always people just love to, to pit women against each other and make the comparison. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's you're your own person. I, I feel it and I feel it and I know it, but it sometimes, you know, just gets to you. It just does. And we're human at the end of the day. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'm really excited about this next era, next chapter. And I'm already starting to work on it. And I feel like people are going to see a different side. And maybe maybe they might think it's more authentic. I don't know. Yeah. I've had a lot of time to myself during this pandemic. So it's coming from my soul. Mm, <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, <laughs> I mean, speaking of pop music, because, you know, it's funny because <laughs> I, I was when, when you got here today, I was like, oh, my God, I have to turn off my Sonos because I literally have had been playing your music for, like, three days straight now. <laughs> and then I even looked down at my Spotify thing, and it was like, I'm going to show you this right now since you're sitting here. It was like um, – it's like in your heavy rotation, Ava Max, like you're at the top of my thing now. And it's so embarrassing. And of course I can't find it now that we're sitting. I can't find it now. But anyway, you've been in like mad rotation, but like I was listening to some of your like original music where it was a little more R&B. Like there was definitely a different like vibe. And I've, I've heard and or read, you know, that like the the pop piece has always been at the core of what you've wanted to do, but maybe not everybody understood that. But this is the truest version of your musical self. Oh, of course. And the message, of course. Um, I think I just, I I love ABBA. I love how big those choruses are and how they used to write. I feel like I'm very influenced by ABBA, Mm -hmm. but I'm also very influenced by like, you know, Michael Jackson music. And also I love Bruno Mars. It's like, you know, those melodies, the big vocals, the meaning behind it and, and, um, you know, one of my favorite songs, actually, I love Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson because it's just such a massive song and I just love it when it hits. Like, I love a great pop song. Um, but this next and chapter, And how yeah. I saw you on her show. Oh, my you're God. You're meeting all these people, these she, women that you've, like, admired. She is so sweet. Mm-hmm. She's so sweet. But you are, too. So I feel like all successful women in Hollywood are usually very sweet. And I love that. And a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's the, probably another just widespread misconception. We've Everybody's, gone you through got, crazy Yeah, shit. <laughs> you got to be a bitch if you get this far. I mean, that that's a whole other conversation. But you also got to be nice. Like people you got to be nice. You got Yeah, I think you have to work with people. You have to learn to work with people if you can't because that's that all. reputation will chase you if you are not. It does catch up with you it like does. everything. And listen, I would rather be <laughs> a kind human being and maybe be a little behind or maybe not have as much success and be able to sleep at night than be a raging bitch who makes it, has it all, lives in that empty house alone and is miserable. Like, and yeah, there are people like that. There and are. I don't want to switch places with them. No, Mm-mm. I don't either. I, I, I'm so glad to hear you say all that because like you are at the top, top, top of your game. And like, I'm sure, I mean, I can only imagine, have you, even with the last year, when you leave the house, like how has your life changed? I mean, either here or abroad, because I mean- I mean, abroad, it's nuts. Like it followed everywhere. It's like a huge posse. It's insane. And like, 
paparazzi is crazy abroad. And, you know, it's kind of scary because I'm not used to it. Mm -hmm. And then now they've just started here in LA. So it's kind of like, I guess, because I have my usual spots and I love them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say them, <laughs> but I love them. And they're, they're, they catch me sometimes. I look like a fried shrimp the other day. My hair was like up in a bun and it was like, I looked like I was fried, like lightning hit me, <laughs> electrocuted from the from working out. I did a Tracy Anderson class. Oh, you are a good girl. Yeah, awesome. So That's what good. I do. It was so good. And I, I haven't been in a week and a half, but I- Oh, I, they love the, pa the paparazzi. Love to hang out in that alley. Yeah. Uh -huh. They've been doing that for years. Yeah. See, I literally, I look like a fried shrimp. Like I look like I came out of an oven or I got struck by lightning and I just didn't catch them. And I ran. I got so scared. <laughs> I was ran. like, it's not me. It's not me. It does not look like me, especially. <laughs> yeah, you just deny it. That wasn't, you should like sue everybody. That was there not was, me. That there was, was just no me. mask, no glass. I look like, I look like I'd been attacked. So if that picture ever surfaces, man. No, no, no. Very, no, very no. scary. But I'm sure that is an adjustment. <laughs> that is a life adjustment. It is. And it is the price of fame that... You know, it's like people are like, oh, I feel so sorry for yeah. celebrities because, oh, wah, wah, you know, they're wealthy <laughs> or they have all this money and then they get, you know, chased by paparazzi. Well, cry me a river. But it is not easy. Like that is an infringement well, on them. your life. True. I did not well, see you them. you didn't see them. That's good. But I'm sure that you do. And that is, that's <laughs> like, you have to think before you act. I mean, that's one of the things Jennifer Lawrence was on my last podcast and she was just like, you know, it's just different because- everything becomes a calculated a calculation. Your day mm -hmm. isn't just your day and it is just an adjustment. It's, you know, that, that price, I guess, of yeah. a thing, which I know you said, you're like, I didn't want the fame. I want to, I want to sing. I know. Um, that's, there you are at the end of the day. I know. And you know what? You're right. There is always something comes with something and this is what it is. And it's okay, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, I'll just stay in my house. <laughs> I'll post me. <laughs> um, so how do you have a social life or how do you, I mean, remain private and how, I mean, are you in a relationship? Are you keeping that super on lock? I mean, I, I usually keep those, you know, under wraps, uh -huh. but well, you that's know. probably smart as much as I would love for you to tell us all about it. <laughs> Um, Maybe but, one day. <laughs> but, but some things have to be sacred, and I understand that. I feel like if you put it out in the universe, it just it creates kind of that bad luck energy. I'm very superstitious. Uh, I'm so superstitious. I really feel that. Mm -hmm. So I, like, don't post about it. I mean, so whatever I'm in right now, I'm in, and, you know, it's— it's complicated. Every everything is complicated. You know, dating is so complicated. It's wild how complicated it is, especially in 2021 uh -huh. after a pandemic. Uh -huh. And now everyone wants to fly free. Everyone wants to go <laughs> clubbing and party. Like, forget relationships now. People just want to party. Yeah, no kidding. Just <laughs> Who wants to stay home now? Feel alive somehow. Exactly. Um, I'm curious your take on Britney. Does she need freed? Do you think Britney needs freed? What is your just Take because I'm you know and you're you're living it like you you have the the magnifying glasses on you and your life and so I'm sure you sympathize with what she has gone through but do you think she really needs freed? It's hard for me because obviously I'm not in her home yeah. I don't know what's going on I don't know anything about her mental health I don't know I don't know the ins and outs mm -hmm. so seeing a documentary watching a documentary for me doesn't tell me anything because it's curated by somebody. Right. So it's hard for me to create an opinion. All I got to say is I love Britney Spears and I grew up listening to her and she's incredible and inspiring and she'll always be a legend. And I think she looks happy in her Instagram, but again, who knows? I know. Who and I does? just hope her, I hope, 
and she gets well if she's not well, and I wish her the best. Yes, I do too. I do too. I I, I want to see her win, however that looks, I however know. that looks. You want to play? It's not really a game, but I'm going to ask you just some like fun questions. Let's and do then it. you like answer fast kind of a thing. I'm not calling it rapid fire. It is not officially rapid fire. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Before I ask you that, just about a tour. I know like the world has not been touring and the mm-hmm. events and obviously because of the state that we're in, but I know your fans listening are going to like die if I don't mm. ask you about what's next. So is there a tour in the works? Is there another album in the works? It's all in the works. Everything you just said is in the works. So get ready. The world is opening up and it's all happening. It's all happening. I'm excited. You know, I don't know when yet. Maybe fall. Okay, cool. I want to go on tour with you. Come, come. Can I be like the resident? Come on stage. Oh, God. Oh, dear. You know, (laughs) you would die. Do you know I was in a band, Ava? Wait, w- no. I was. Stop, stop. Oh, yes, in my early 20s. Stop. No, I really, once upon a time, it was like, am I going to focus on TV or am I going to focus on music? <gasps> and my dear mother, who knows I'm not that good of a singer, stop. was like, I think you have to pick. Is it TV or music? And I was like, yeah. I was I was in this, like, all-girls band stop. at the time. I swear to God. Um, what was the name of the band? Oh, the Gypsies. How original. <laughs> I, I really like it. No, I really like it. I really and like it. And this was it. the 90s. This was probably right around the time you were actually born. Um, but I'll never forget because I had to audition for that band and I I went in. This is when I could actually sing. And I know you'll understand this. You lose your voice if you don't use your voice. This was 20 years ago. Oh, can you believe that? I know. A lot of people don't know that. I know that. Like, I could never. I, I, do you know what song I auditioned to that band? What? I sang Vision of Love. <gasps> Mariah fucking. Wait, wait, my language. wait, wait, wait. I could actually sing. That's the first song I sang at competitions growing up. Vision of Love by Mariah Carey. Stop. I swear. Look Stop at us. That. Matching songs. Oh no, we can't. I want to hear more. This uh, is crazy. No, but I just, I could, I was a decent singer. I mean, mind you, I'm from the Midwest. I have to hear. But I, looking back, I was like, I took some balls to go in that, that song, room and sing Vision of Love. Love. Like, just like with in front of a bunch of strangers. Anyway, that was the band and it was fun at the time. But now the joke is around all my friends is that I think I'm a karaoke queen. So the extent of my musical talent now is over here. Do you ever go to karaoke in K-Town? Okay, I used to. <gasps> I used to. And it was so much fun. Isn't it so fun? Years ago though, like five, six years ago. <laughs> yeah, now people be like buying tickets to come to karaoke to listen no, to you no, do that. No. You don't need need to do that. Um, but it, it is for anyone listening who comes to LA so ever fun. go to K-Town and do your karaoke, but that's the extent of my singing now. So yes, I'll go on tour when you're ready. You know, we should go to karaoke so I can hear you sing. No, <laughs> yes. I, I don't have it anymore. I lost it. No. I lost it, but that's okay. I, I live through people like you. Oh my God. You, you just keep so going. Funny. You just keep going. The gypsies. Oh, the gypsies. Shut Catch him at the L ring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually glad that that was pre-internet because people can Google that and will not show up. There is oh nothing God. out there. There is nothing oh my God, out there. However, the first TV show I ever did was called The Groove and it was about dance music. Do you remember Robin S? You got to show me that. Yes, remember yes, that? yes, yes, yes. Like yes. old school. Oh and like, anyway, God. it was all like, okay, I digress. Anyway, that I was a it. lifetime ago. Um, back to my quick questions for you. Oh, who is the most famous person in your phone? Khalid. Oh. I'll say that. <laughs> if you had to live without either your fake hair, whether it be a wig or extensions, or eyelashes and eyeliner, what would you give up? Ah, I guess 
I love my eye makeup. So hair, oh. yeah. I'll make up a new kind of style. <laughs> <laughs> you could totally like rock a shaved buzz head. I'm down. Let's do yeah, it. I could see One it. side, maybe just one side. Okay. Ooh, okay. That'd be like Duality. That off balance that little bit. <laughs> Um, because the 90s was such a massive influence on your music and your style, name three things that you love most about that decade. The chokers, what were they called? The black um, kind of spidery looking chokers. Yeah, the just butterfly choker. ki- clips and 90s music. Oh, butterfly clips. I really I love them. forget about those. Do you remember those? Yes, I do. They were interesting, but I, you know, I feel like they'd be cool with an outfit right yeah. now. <laughs> well, if anyone can bring them back, you can. Where can we taste the best chocolate cake in the world? Oh, my God. You know I like it, huh? hmm I feel like I had a really good chocolate cake in Germany. I swear. And I was in, um, was I in Cologne? I think it was in Cologne. Okay, no big deal, guys. Book your tickets. Oh, my God. I'm going to Germany. I would think I would be going there for the, what, beer schnitzels, or the schnitzel schnitzels. something. Um, what is your favorite form of self-care? Mm, I love a good massage. Ooh, I feel renewed after a massage. Like so content. Mm-hmm. Do you do? Do you do any yoga? Do you work, you work out? But I like not Pilates. That. Tracy, Tracy. Yeah, I Pilates. love a high intensity, but also Pilates. I think yoga. I'm actually overly flexible. Mm. So is I, there yoga, such a thing? <laughs> I swear, I swear, I'm too flexible. So yoga hurts my back. Oh. And it makes me even more flexible to the point where I just have no stability and strength in my back. And it kind of just gives me a headache and hurts. So oh, like, so it's very strange. Interesting. But I know people who need it because they're tighter. And so it just loosens them up. I can't, I can't do it. Every time I try yoga, it like hurts my body. I've never heard of that. I it's know. like you need more muscle. Yes, I need less, muscle yeah. and like lat mm. and extensions and all those stuff. But mm, so interesting. So strange. Um, what female has been the biggest influence on your life? My mom. Hello. She came to the States with nothing and fearless with two kids, you know? My mom. Mm, Mama yeah. Max. Yes. She's so cute. Mama Max. And God, what does she make of what you've accomplished? I mean, obviously she's got to be so, so proud. Does she worry about you? Like what is her temperament in in regards to everything happening in your life? She calls me like really loud and goes, did you drink water? Did you stop drinking coffee? You're dehydrating your body. You're going to get a headache. You're not going to be able to do anything. You're going to, you're not going to be able to do what you need to do tomorrow properly. And you're, if you don't drink water, she's all about water, <laughs> you know? And then what else is she about? Wear a scarf if it's windy. It's not good because she used to sing opera. So she knows about the voice. Drink honey and tea. What is this cold iced coffee? Like she just, every day I talk to her, mm. especially if I see her with a nice coffee, she just throws it away. I'm like, no. Oh, that's crazy. She's do you really vocalize every day? Like, do you not like, every day. you I shouldn't, should. or what, what's the, the, no, you should, you should, okay. <laughs> you should. But I, I do it like three to four times a week. And do you sing in the shower? Yeah. But vocalize. I warm up. You just I do scales s- or something? Mm-hmm. With my tongue out. It's really weird. The tongue out thing is the best though. Because what does that do? I don't know. <laughs> but oh. it helps my voice. That is so cool. I wish you guys could see what she just did with her tongue. That's she so neat. so weird. No, that's I so clean. cool. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. You're like, she is crazy. Okay. Last question. Um, because it sure is a beautiful day. I'm just curious, according to Ava Max, what constitutes a beautiful day to you? Mm, Some time to myself to, you know, 
remember my name. <laughs> if I'm going to It's a good start. That's right? a good start. Yes. Right? Like, uh-huh. who are you? Uh-huh. Let's remember that. Okay. That's good. <laughs> so I need an hour in the morning. I really, it's called Ava time. I always put it in my schedule, actually. Especially if I have crazy promo, it's called Ava time. I love that. And, and it's just being still, basically? It's just doing whatever I need to do, whether it's, you know, um, go back in a hot shower. Even if I've done my makeup, go back in a body shower, like if you need it, right? Or if you need to just meditate or maybe go down to the hotel gym for 30 minutes. Like I need my Ava time, whatever I need to do, read a book, like get on my phone maybe. I need to get my brain back in the morning to me still, mm. right? To get centered. That's centered. such, so great. That's such a great discipline to have. And and anybody listening, if you don't have it, it really does work, doesn't it? Ava time, cat time. We that, need it. And that morning, like, yeah, before you even go. That's you have so to, because so then smart. you just, you make better decisions, I feel like. I do, at least. Yeah. Girl, you, you are the best. You I am, are. like, so rooting for you, and you are just so kind to leave the house, get dolled up, come <laughs> here to my hood or in my office, it's you guys. It's so beautiful. Cat's house is so beautiful. Oh, well, you are welcome back anytime. Thank and you. um and we both we both mutually have a friend and her manager Tom who is so yes. cute and Dimitri and Dimitri who does hair I love and him. who is the sweetest he's soul. a Greek god he is a Greek god and such a you you're meeting good I've known both those guys for a while the you're nicest. meeting like the best people I'm so happy it's so important for longevity and just sustaining your career and being around surrounded by the right people it's important it's so so important are you what's that saying you go loose like a chicken without a head is that what's the saying i see i wasn't born with american parents i don't (laughs) running around with your head cut off yes chicken running around yes yes or you do that (laughs) exactly see i need help with these american sayings that is so true i am no i'm terrible i always butcher them also i i I, don't ask someone else because my parents never use them that's funny oh well We are going to be rooting for you and out there celebrating what's next. So when it happens and hits, we will be giving you all the love and all the support you need. And again, thank you for sharing your raw self today. Thank you. And also you for, you know, encouraging female empowerment and also having this amazing podcast. So congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'll see you on tour, bitch. Ah, See you back there. See you (laughs) there. Good night, Los Angeles. Love you. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And a reminder, you can catch a brand new episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day every Tuesday. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a rating and leave me a review. Also, follow us on social media for all the behind the scenes action and more info. That's at I am Kat Sadler on Instagram and at ABD with Kat. Talk to you next Tuesday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.